0: I did enjoy the part right here at the beginning though, where she goes to like grab food off his plate and he's like, seriously, get the fuck off my plate. Yeah,
1: yeah. Order the amount of food you want to eat. That's how fucking restaurants work. Like, <laughs> this was an
0: important message for everybody.
1: Well, their weird banter back and forth is she tries to take his food and he's like, mm that's my food. To which she playfully throws meat in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him to like pull out a katana. It just <laughs> escalated, man. She- Oh, fuck, was <laughs> that steak juice? Gotcha!
2: God awful movie! Movies! Movie.
3: Movie.
4: Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian Cinema because I was sick of not being able to piss people off with my business card. I'm your host, Noah Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath right, Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. Uh, quick question.
0: Can we do like, um, like a rollover minutes thing with our one this week? <laughs> I feel like we're going to need an advance on some future ones, too. So, like, so they both count.
4: Um, this yeah, one. Heath is going to be really racially sensitive for like nine episodes after this one. He promises. OK, and, and sitting <laughs> 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon,
1: sir? I feel like we haven't really reached out to white supremacists on this show, and it's good. <laughs> it's good. Going to expand our audience. Already
4: (laughs) Richard Spencer's favorite episode. Uh, So I suppose we should give this some context. Heath, tell us, what will we be breaking down today? All right. We watched, if you liked it, you should have put a ring on it. (laughs) That's not exactly. It's it's
0: something like that. We watched, don't touch it if you ain't prayed. (laughs) That's
4: even worse.
0: That is worse. It's the story of a guy who somehow knew we'd do this podcast So he made a Christian movie full of racist caricatures just to make us feel awkward right now. (laughs) Successfully.
1: Oh, yes. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love 40-year-old virgin but hated all the jokes and wished everyone was actually way older than 40, (laughs) you will love this movie.
4: (laughs) This was 40-year-old virgin except the movie makers didn't get the joke. Right. They don't understand what's funny about that. All right, so we've we've already kind of hinted around about this, but do you think that this uh, episode needs any advanced trigger warnings? I said trigger. Trigger
1: warnings. <laughs> uh, pretty sure I'm going to make some kind of SPLC list for this episode, so if you're <laughs> Facebook friends with me, you might want to unfriend. It's going to get ugly. So lawsuits lawsuit. Andrew? <laughs> You might want to buy like a tub of Tums, like the one they have at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't even
4: feel like I can say the name of this movie without being racist. Eli, would you care to share with the listeners the title that you gave this episode in the notes? I'm racist. The movie is racist. Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, do you get it early. Um all right, so I fear that we're either going to have to consign ourselves to this racism or just pretend that the grandpa character
1: doesn't exist. So, I mean, should, should we just address
4: him up front? Or
1: uh? oh, he makes Eddie Murphy in the clumps look racially sensitive and tasteful. Oh, he makes Eddie Murphy in Raw look racially sensitive <laughs> and tasteful. Oh, I get it. Eddie gay men often do exhibit lisps. You're so funny. This actor was just watching Eddie Murphy Raw, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna take it up a little bit." <laughs> so fucking bad. Um, yeah, this man just
4: walks around in life perpetually starring in his own minstrel show. It's like a minstrel Truman show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Uh, I'm going to say best worst choice of ages
0: for cast members. <laughs> this, movie, it's, this movie has a grandfather, a father, a 40-year-old daughter, and her little sister, who I think is supposed to be in high school, mm-hmm. right?
4: And all of these actors are the exact... Same age. Well, but they yeah. put gray hair on
1: the grandpa, though. <laughs> Is so- this a sequel to Cocoon? If it's, a se- <laughs> if it's like Cocoon 8, we did one for black people. I get it. <laughs> Sounds like a racial slur. <laughs> there are no black people in Cocoon. <laughs> I haven't seen it. And Eli, you got any black people in
4: <laughs> <laughs> You got to really emphasize the cuh at the beginning. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. you got any best, worst nominations? Quick. Uh, but 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 on a clean edit, uh, yes. Uh,
1: can I go with best rocket powered daughter? <laughs> uh, there is a twenty four year old three hundred and sixty five pound daughter in this movie who is supposed to be playing a seven year old, and she gets launched out of a cannon into every scene in this movie. Just oh, daddy, she, uh, as though
4: there were a wily coyote means of acceleration. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. No shit. She was she is shot out of a giant T-shirt cannon every on on screen into a hug every time she appears. Um, I I wanted to go with and this is something that we've seen a lot. It's, it's sort of a trope in Christian movies, but I don't think any movie has ever gone this far with it. Best worst never acknowledging the villain. <laughs> right. OK, wait. Who is the villain?
1: The the, the fucking main, the, the main guy. <laughs> Absolutely
4: the guy.
0: <laughs> he's
1: a Bond-level villain. <laughs> his, he is a drug dealer who begins the movie by being like, hey, I'll beat the shit out of you to his wife. And then the movie's just like, I mean... Well, she he's was, about to go on a date with this <laughs> other chick. Uh, yep. She was being a real bitch, though. Like, guys, <laughs> it's not... That is the movie's point of view. Yep. The movie's point of view is like, look, if your wife is going crazy you might have to threaten to beat the shit out of her. Yeah. I guarantee you if we sat the producer of this movie down and made that accusation, he'd be like, he didn't do it. You're the the one,
4: you. I mean, he shook her by the throat a little bit, but that was all. Yeah, this is another one of those, you know, this is the story of how we met and we talked to all our friends in church into making a movie about it with us. And once again, there's nothing interesting about how these two met. But in this instance... The male protagonist is an absolute shit human on every level and they make zero effort to disguise this fact. Nope. Right. He's all. like the Trump candidacy of male protagonists.
0: But will he redeem himself? We'll find out.
1: Yeah. And, and let's point out that this character's arc is he will leave his wife for you. This is the first he will leave his yes. wife for you movie in history. <laughs>
4: Where well, that's the good guy, yes. <laughs> all right. Well, some tells me there's going to be an awful lot of editing to do once this record is over. So we'll keep the break brief, and when we come back, we're going to dive into all the racism bait that is. Don't touch if you ain't prayed. Like how racist did it sound? Just me saying
1: that in the deep are you really voice. Racist? Yeah. What are you saying? Don't touch if you ain't prayed. <laughs> just, <March. laughs> just read the title. <laughs> sub it in. <laughs>
2: We're cool. (laughs) Hey, podcast listener. Are you looking to see your favorite podcast live in your town? Well, hold on to your chili and cheese because God Awful Movies is announcing our world tour. Did you hear that? That's the sound of your dick being blown off. You're welcome. First up, June 10th in New York City. We're back at the People's Improv Theater rocking so hard we're legally obligated to do a show in Australia just so the planet keeps spinning. Then on July 8th we're live in Seattle at the Broadway Performance Hall where the coffee is strong but the firm is stronger. But hold on to your shit. Because that's not all Just in time for Halloween We're hitting Salt Lake City on October 1st To team up once again with Mark and Dan From Thank God I'm Atheist. It'll be so funny It's scary That wolf just exploded We're gonna be adding even more dates and cities But if you wanna grab your tickets now Check the show notes of this episode But don't wait, these shows will sell out fast And then we're never coming back Got off a of movie's live door. You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge.
1: Hold on to your shit. What'd you yeah. Say? Yeah. Hold on to your shit. See, Morgan gets it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks, want to take a second to give you a heads up about this week's sponsor, Bluemat.com. Now, Mother's Day is just around the corner, and I know many of you are going to wait until the last minute, so to help you plan ahead, our very own Anna Bosnick has written a torch song to help you along.
5: Oh dear, it's almost Mother's Day, how time just seems to slip away. You're scrambling to find a gift, but nothing ever really seems right. Give mama something nicer than a shitty oven mitt or frying pan. She'll only say she likes it cause it came from you. Please don't make your mom a lie. When she says, ooh, thank you, it's another scarf. She means, have you fucking ever seen me wearing a scarf? And don't buy her heart-shaped jewelry cause it makes her want a bar. That's what's happening behind her smile. So here's a secret directly from me. Bloomthat.com slash G O D. Send her flowers for a reasonable fee that won't make your mama alive Take advantage of our amazing deal. Go to bloomthat.com slash god, that's B-L-O-O-M-T-H-A-T dot com slash G-O-D, and find the perfect handcrafted designer flowers. You'll automatically get the free premium designer vase and caramel treats, a $25 value. Again, that's bloomthat.com god for a premium designer bouquet, free vase, and treats. Don't wait! This amazing offer won't last, and it's only available to our listeners if you go to bloomthat.com god G-O-D. A handcrafted bouquet, boutique quality. It's elegant and classy, just take it from me. Go to bloomthat.com slash G-O-D and you won't make your mama laugh.
4: Thank you, Anna. And again, that's bloomthat.com slash G-O-D. And now, back to the show. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off by learning that Black Jesus is coming in November of 2006.
1: Do they <laughs> do they have their own Jesus? Is that a... I don't... I, what, I mean, <laughs> the, what the hell was the that? Was this a preview or a prophecy or a... Those are the well, they're ninjas on the street corners. They they tell me that Jesus was black, but I <laughs> did they make no one in this movie was dressed like a ninja. Are they the ninjas? I don't. Okay, so for whatever reason, and it's never explained
4: at the beginning of this movie, or at least as we found it on YouTube, it just comes back and says Jesus is coming in November of two thousand six, and then it like the word black comes in front of Jesus. So. And I am not making a racially motivated lack of punctuality joke. I would
1: like to let everyone know that I'm not doing that. Yeah, Jesus is 11 years late, but we're not saying anything. We're not saying anything. Anyone could be late. White Jesus yeah. could be late. Chinese Jesus could be late.
4: White Jesus is late. He's yeah. Later than black Jesus, apparently. Take he was that. supposed to show that up in those people's lifetimes. So that was a
1: compliment to you people. Yeah, when you think of it, we're the opposite of racist, what? and now the rest what of is is
0: happening man? right now.
1: <laughs> you guys are racist.
4: <laughs> All right, so uh, after that edit, we're going to start <laughs> off with a series of title cards uh, that might as well have just been some kid holding them up on poster board, saying, look, mommy. Although I did, like, the first thing I wrote was, take note, Estes Perkle, this is how music goes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I wrote, by comparison, this is the opposite of the music we heard last week. And, and
4: That's going to be a temporary thing, by the way, because this starts off with a woman singing, and, and quite beautifully. I, I You know, the song is nonsense, but the singing is really good. And, and, and so at first I was like, oh, good, we're going to get good music in this one, but that is not going to be the case. We'll talk more about that later. Nope. <laughs> There,
1: there's one other musical number and it takes a hard turn down. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, even just the background music is just constantly two bars repeat, right? It's like the intro if you push like freestyle on the Casio fucking genre
1: or whatever. Yeah. And we get shots of their church here while she's singing and there's a, a white looking lady who is actually just light skinned, but they show her twice in an obvious attempt to be like, see, we have... Whitish people. That Wait, are, that, I mean, they're not. <laughs> that, that wasn't a white lady. No, no, that was no? The, that
0: was the mom. She was she's waving her hand, trying to wave her hand in rhythm, but horribly. She's not even close. She's just like slamming into everybody else. And like- well, they told her to act
4: white for that scene. I think.
0: Okay. No, and, and, so, so he, I mean, darker <laughs> means better rhythm System rem- remains in place, I think yeah. So
4: Okay, so just, just, is, and It's going to get worse from here, guys The snowball is already rolling And uh, did anyone else notice that they do the crowd shots In this movie the way that Stalin did tank parades I mean, they keep like panning from right to left But it's the same pan over and over again <laughs> It's the same four people This time you come a little bit further forward You go a little bit further back the
0: tank past the same tree again Yep, yep <laughs> <laughs>
4: And, uh and then quite abruptly and mid-singing
1: note the scene ends yes uh and, and the last word of it is sparrow which the singer pronounces, Sparrow
2: out. Weird.
4: And it's just like, also like, shouldn't the fucking preacher guy have waited for her to finish singing before he came out there and started praising. Jesus? That seems so rude. She's still in the middle of her little fucking soul. Maybe he just realized the word Sparrow was never going to fucking end and just came out. I don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, so by the way, um, this movie is made by Larry Flash Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I think he's one of the actors too. the produ- He's a lot of stuff. And um, my, my note is, I wonder if Eli wrote anything racist yet.
4: <laughs> I did a lot of no. editing even to the notes. <laughs> um, and, and now we show up in suburbia and Pamela, our, our, our main character, is asleep and her mom that is the same age as her is waking her up. Okay. Okay. And we need to
1: talk about Pamela. All right. Pamela. Throughout this movie, it looks like George Foreman in a long black. Wing. Yep, that is the exact <laughs> image of this human being. It's just George, and no one in the movie is ever like, "Hey, man, did you kill a guy in the ring?" They're just like, "Ah, hey, there it is. There's <laughs> Pamela." Also,
0: what's going on with the bed she's on? We start with her I, on a. She's sleeping
4: on the extreme edge of what appears to be a king size bed. Were there eight other people on that bed earlier that woke up before her? I. Maybe I don't know, but she, it's it's
0: she's like past the edge. Like the bed has a goiter, and she's on just this like goiter area of
1: the bed. That it's really weird. She looks like the Pokemon Diglett doing drag.
4: If you say so, I have no idea. Yes, she looks exactly like that. Eli,
1: someone at home right now loved that. Joke, trust me,
4: somebody who loves Pokemon and watched this movie. Um, and oh, okay, so something about gotta catch them all. I don't know.
1: <laughs> and now, uh, quite abruptly, again. We're at breakfast with the family. And we're going to be introduced to her online dating life, which her father asks about by saying, How's that Christian computer thing? Yeah. well they wanna like they wanna
4: make sure you know this is a Christian movie right away because she's like, you know, Pam, anytime now before Jesus comes, how's that Christian computer thing going? You know, blah, blah, blah. But this is also where we meet the the sister character and the grandpa character. <laughs> who we might want to spend a few minutes. I wouldn't mind spending a few minutes with a sister character.
1: I I, I can tell you that. She's
4: sure. In high school.
1: Well, yeah, but she's thirty-one. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's older than me. I I'm gonna go ahead and give myself a pass here. I'm gonna make some <laughs> comments about the daughter later. That I'll feel guilty about, but right now, <laughs> the younger sister. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah, and they are simultaneously they were you know how Christopher Guest gives his actors like one word or one sentence and they build characters off of that well these people were also given that but they just stuck to the one word they didn't build the <laughs> characters the, the younger sister was obviously given like pre-African nubiles porno and uh, evidence for white supremacy were the two sentences these characters were given yeah oh my
4: god yeah grandpa was tough to watch but yeah but before we really get into them we end up with this weird, like, because she's talking about her Christian dating site, and we end up with this weird, like, wrong guy montage of all the guys she's met through blackchristianmen.com or whatever.
1: So amazing. Again, this movie is actually very hard to watch. It's not bad, good. It's just bad, bad. Hmm. But this first montage is definitely worth watching. First, we meet Proud Bird, who is, I think, supposed to be a Jamaican stereotype, but professional he just says,
4: stereotype. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he just says, me name Proud Bird. Then he stands up uh, out of shot and humps his dick at the camera and yells the word Proud Bird. Just Proud Bird, Proud Bird, Proud Bird.
4: Yeah, well, and they go through like five guys like this as though
1: she had mistaken chat roulette for a dating site. (laughs) Yeah, The next guy is just one of the brothers from Vultures of Horror who says, God told me to eat chicken and your mate will eat you. And then he eats some chicken.
0: Yeah. Then there's a a white guy. Uh, Nothing funny about that. Just a strong, handsome, intelligent white guy.
1: But then the the final guy of the montage is apparently a guy who just showed up shirtless.
4: Yeah. And kisses his biceps. (laughs) And I mean, you can tell what they're going for here, but they're just not fucking getting there. And so they come out of this montage and it's just like and she's just like. Chuckle, chuckle. Okay, that was a pretty funny montage, but seriously, though, my badge is starting to atrophy.
1: Right. And she's like, aren't there any guys who don't want to talk about anything but sex? And everyone at the table is like, no, no, no. All men want is to stick their dick in something and become one with the Triforce. That is it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And she also, this is like where they sort of set up the whole 40-year-old virgin thing when she says, hey, mom, I'm 40 years old and a virgin. Am I strange?
0: (laughs) And mom's like, Yeah, "Yeah, you're single, virgin, 40, and you live with me and your dad. Yeah, you're weird as fuck. Get out.
1: (laughs) Right? Stop. Yeah. Don't
4: you have a job? What are you saving for? (laughs) Yeah, but mom's actual advice is to
1: push, pray until something happens. Exactly. And then she realizes that she's going to be late for work. And we're going to talk about how late in a second, but she's sitting there very casually eating breakfast with her family. And then she looks at her watch and goes, Oh, I'm going to be late. It will turn out she is two hours late. Two hours late. Yeah. You just look at your watch
4: and you're like, Oh, fuck, that's not a nine. What? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck? Yeah. So let's get it at. So she shows up at the office and her boss is bitching her out on account of her lateness. Now, up until this moment, we're assuming it was like, oh, fuck, I woke up
1: too late. Then I got talking to mom. I'm 10 minutes late. Right. That's the tr- the movie trope is, Johnson, you're 10 minutes late. I don't ever want to see that again. This boss is entirely reasonably upset that she showed up to work two hours late. If I showed up two hours late for our recording, Heath and Noah would have just done an episode with <laughs> <me. laughs> Well, that's fucking, and she's like, but I'm getting better, ain't I?
4: She's like, yeah, you were only two hours late today. I'm like, fuck, why is she not
1: fired? Yeah, you would wonder, because the boss seems to have no problem treating her like shit. She's like, fuck you, Miss Matthews. You're a piece of, she calls her a sorry piece of crap. Yep, Mm mm-hmm. She's like, you're a sorry piece of crap. Don't let me catch you being 84 hours late again. (laughs) Well, I mean, weird, like like, to her credit, she is a sorry piece of crap because it's not even
4: just that. Then, Then she's like she starts going off about like, hey, have you closed that account yet? It's six months overdue. So, yeah, no. And also, okay. here's her excuse. She says, you know, like, why were you so late? She says, well, I got carried away talking to my mom. Jason Chaffetz has better excuses than that! What the fuck are you talking about? But 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 then the boss leaves and this is when
1: funny guy shows up and we know he's funny guy because he makes faces. Yes, and these are the two best friends, which is the uh, one is the co-worker version of her who's supposed to be slutty and, and she looks like an evolved Pokemon version of Pamela and <laughs> and then there's the gay best friend who's Dressed like a pimp from a 1950s action movie.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And they never make it clear whether or not he's gay or bisexual or if they just think it's really funny when women call effeminate men gay or just men gay. I don't, I I never figured out where they were. It's okay to be racist about this movie because they were so homophobic in it. See, it
1: cancels out. Yeah, you got, see, See? We're like superheroes when you think about it. Superheroes of of racism. That's
4: us. Uh, um, yeah, so welcome to our last episode. So she got a...
1: Or, well, the last one with ads on it anyway. <laughs> Guys, we were only going to ever do 100 episodes. We're only stopping 11 episodes short. We can find, we we can find more
0: episodes? ads. We'll just have some really interesting ads coming up soon. We'll <laughs> <You'll> see.
1: <Jesus. laughs> Same ones that uh, O'Reilly got in the last. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I hope you guys want some catheters and some gospel Elvis albums. I'm Tony D, and I have trouble peeing. I sure do, Tony. Do you need a tube stuck in your penis to pee? You should probably be dead. Tony D's catheters, gross. there's a free one. See, i gave him a free one
4: Have a free dick tube. Yeah. All right. So she got, um, yeah. So she's talking to her, to the guy friend. We haven't met the girlfriend yet. We'll meet her in the next scene. But she got a a a message apparently on ChristianLosers.com.
1: But should she call him or not? Those are the fucking stakes of this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, this is where we learned that it has taken her six months to close an escrow account, which, again, an escrow account is like, all right. So just sign there. All right, you're good. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Yeah,
4: and she sucks at her job to the point of mental retardation and shows up whenever the fuck she feels like. like. Here's the thing. Am I supposed to have sympathy for this lazy
1: piece of shit character? Am I supposed to give a fuck? Yeah, and again... It's like all the normal movie tropes of, I haven't gotten a client in three weeks, and oh, I'm 10 minutes late for work, but as a prank, someone replaced it with absurd things <laughs> like, I haven't gotten a client in 84 years, and <laughs> I'm 85 years late to work. It's just fucking crazy. Right. Like, if you think about it, the boss is being crazy lenient. She's just being a bitch about it. Right. Well, she gives her three more days to close the account. Um, or she's fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, something that will never no. come back ever again, never, ever,
0: ever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they have no idea the words they're using. They just they say escrow like they just had like a word a day calendar with escrow. And like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking heard you say escrow seven times. Like I I heard you mangle perspicacity yesterday a bunch of times too. Just it's fine. Don't- <laughs> of well, the calendar
4: and also that i mean like speaking of which the opening of the next fucking scene is just two people saying estro back and forth for
1: three minutes yeah <laughs> Ah, so that is the tendency to be sweaty you say yep perspicacity <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> of or lacking perspective
0: a little bit closer not, gotcha. not exactly <laughs> No,
1: ask me to spell it. <laughs>
4: it's not right. It's still, still not right at all. Actually, no, I wasn't even close. toast. <laughs> so this is where we meet her girlfriend. So she's got the boy, the guy friend, and the girlfriend at at, at work. Um, and they too are talking about how weird it is that somebody on Grinder actually wanted to fuck her or whatever.
1: Yeah. And and the friend does a new version of that. All the good ones are married or gay. Again, this movie has a bunch of normal words with one weird twist in it. She goes, "Oh, all the good ones are married, gay, or dead. Are the good like how how good looking are dead people to
4: you, hun?
0: Weird number three for that list." Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just her at a funeral home Motherfucker <laughs> Another one bites the dust Well and also She goes off on this whole like You know
4: how bad guys are Thing and I, I honestly couldn't figure Out anything she was saying What does it mean when he wants To stroke your twins is that a Boob
1: play reference I don't I think I think that's a Boob play reference or what? Or Molest, molest your, your twin, twin children that makes a lot more sense the boob Okay. Thing see Noah weird. kept deleting yeah. it from my notes <laughs> <pretty much special> <laughs> <side>. <laughs> and, and listen to her again everything here is like the tropes of a conversation but with crazy replacements right. she says some men will leave you with the tab alright got it abandon you in the middle of the road Le- what Stranded? Is Leap, that a, like marooned? Is that, They're going to ship on <laughs> <back laughs> this woman? <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. You know where my treasure is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pirate ship on hydraulics.
4: Oh, I want you to know. This is not a Hispanic movie, Eli. So <laughs> now, now we head home where she's doing an intense study of the
1: words seek and ye shall find. Just over and over again. Like, not Bible study style, but notebooks from the movie Seven style. You know what I'm
4: saying? Yeah, and I guess this is her trying to decide whether she should call
1: that hot guy or not. On her Zack Snyder phone? (laughs) Zack Morris? Zack Morris, yes. Yes. Zack Snyder (laughs) is...
4: The guy who directs Super all Man, the terrible... Uh, yes. yeah,
1: <laughs> Zack Snyder. Fun fact, Zack Snyder also he has, has a has really phone. big phone. I, you don't know. Yeah. Maybe he has a really big <laughs> phone.
0: He's terrible at his job. You don't know.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. I would rather
0: Zack
4: Morris was directing those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's quite perspicacious. Yes. Um, and now we're at breakfast again with the family. And I just want to... First of all, they're having fried chicken for breakfast in this scene. I didn't make that happen.
1: That just happened. <laughs> All of us have some version of not going to take that bait movie. <laughs> yes.
0: I had that. Looks and, delicious. I like, it. a it's a great like fried chicken any time of day.
1: And, and grandpa is eating his chicken. They've sped up the tape as comedy. So grandpa's just like eating in fast motion, which, hey, watching a racist stereotype eat in fast motion wasn't even funny in Birth of a Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. He's speed eating. It, it's like... Like a
0: cartoon character eating corn on the cob, like the yes. old-fashioned typewriter. It's like dinging as he goes to each edge
4: of it. It's awesome. Well, everything he does is at Charlie Chaplin's speed through the entire movie.
1: Yeah. I want Disney not to acknowledge this movie. Like, you can find it on YouTube, but just Disney pretends it doesn't exist. <laughs> and also, okay, so this is
4: where he decides he wants to fight the dad. Now, So he stands up and he's doing what he uh, apparently assumes is some
1: really funny, I'm going to kick your butt, I'm an old man kind of shit. But it lasts so long. Like, it's not funny when he first does it, but it lasts so long that it then becomes funny because he's like,
2: (laughs) oh, but
1: it's like 84 minutes. So by the end of it, you're just like, wait, maybe this is the best. I was not like that. Well,
4: and, and the punchline to all of this is that eventually dad stands up and is much
1: larger than grandpa. At which point mom interrupts. And again, it's been 45 minutes of grandpa being like, fight me, fight me, fight me. And mom interrupts and says, you two need to stop fighting. And I wanted the dad to be like, I literally just stood up. This is very <laughs> upsetting. You always take his side. So, okay. So, and then meanwhile, we we head back to
4: work where she is still waiting on that dude to call her. Because at first it was, should I call him? And now she's waiting for him to... They don't real. They're not paying a whole lot of attention to this movie. Um, so we we basically spend a whole scene establishing that the
1: next scene will take place at lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And hey, um, they ate fried chicken for breakfast. So just at home, little fun version of the home game. What do you think they're going to eat for lunch? Well. <laughs> if you answered fried chicken yes, again. Yes, they do. <laughs> At Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. With waffles. waffles.
0: Yeah. With, it, I, I love the food in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Made me really hungry.
4: Yeah. So And okay, so she goes to lunch with with her two friends from work, and the banter before the scene gets going is those two friends accusing one another of homosexuality. Yep. And and deciding which level of blackness fucks better.
1: I'm telling you, this is this movie's version of You Want to Know How I Know You're Gay. <laughs> oh my God, it is. It is. <laughs> Yes, i'm t- they were trying to do forty year old virgin <laughs> and they just didn't get any of the jokes, yes, oh my Fan God, theory. it suddenly it just all just
4: <laughs> it just fit in like when you finally realize how the optical illusion works or whatever it just it just shifted and it all makes sense now. thank you also, um
0: just let's get into it. i mean they they bring up the question on uh, in the movie, do you guys prefer light skin or dark skin on a penis?
1: Well, I, I actually agree with the young lady who says the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. So, you know, I think <laughs> she makes a pretty well, you, solid. point do you prefer point.
0: sweeter juice or less sweet juice?
1: I mean, does anyone prefer less sweet? Sometimes juice? that seems like dry. Rather perspicacious for me. <laughs> a famous boxer who changed his name to Muhammad. <laughs> I, I am not gonna answer that
0: First question. the Clay. Well done. So, well done. Yeah. I know how you say that.
4: <laughs> That's even how that words for <laughs> now staying it. Um so yeah. Sweaty and good at boxing <laughs> <laughs> Today's word of the day. Um so yeah, so so they're talking about sex. Also, you know the the Pamela says to her slutty friend, and that's just that's the movie's description of the character. I'm not making a value judgment, but she says, you know, I'm not worried about who fucks better. I want to see what's on the inside to which her friend says, oh, I see what's on the inside, baby. Wink, wink. I'm like, what's the wink, wink? It's a prostate massage. But visual,
1: a visual fucking. Do you have to? That's a colonoscopy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you what go. What the hell does that mean? That's a prostate flash massage. cut to her <laughs> dressed for a funeral at the back of the colonoscopy. <laughs> God damn it, another one. I just, that is a good looking large intestine. <laughs> so, so My oh, friend cool. looks like Barry Bonds in a wig. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so now she's, so they're talking about sexy stuff. So she preaches the, the, the Bible at them. And just then. The fairy sprinkle music actually happens, and that hot guy from ChristianLosers.com just
1: happens to walk into that Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Right, and everyone reacts like this guy is very attractive, but he (laughs) is... No nah, this must be the direct this gentleman like if he stopped me on the street I'd be like hey man I'm sorry I don't have anything and he'd be like I just want to know where the A train is and I'd be like I am so sorry and he'd be like why did you assume I was homeless, I'd be, like, I was homeless? I'd be like why did you assume I was homeless I'm homeless and then run away <laughs> cuz I'm perspicacious like that <laughs>
4: Well, if you're so good at boxing, I don't see why you wouldn't have just fought him. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we yeah, had no, they, they, they like they would have they have to let me know that this is supposed to be the attractive guy. That's another trope in Christian movies. Also, when he comes in, does he just does he just hand her a
1: towel? He gives, he the- gives, he gives her a dirty <laughs> he gives napkin the- off the floor. Yes. What? So, it up again. Oh, OK, OK. <laughs> Yes, so again, movie trope, she drops something and the handsome guy picks it up, except it's a grease-covered, chicken-smeared napkin. Uh, And he's like, is this your incredibly dirty (laughs) and disgusting napkin? And she's like, why, yes, it is. And he's like, are you fine? A little. He
0: dips it in a bus tub, just wipes your face a little bit.
1: You
4: got a little
0: little smudge. I got it.
4: That makes more sense, but not sense. Um, yeah, and, and apparently Slutty Friend knows him, uh, and he's rich too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the friend introduces the two of them. And also, like, I think that the, the dude friend, the gay friend also would like to fuck this character. This character's name is Jordan, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he will be, uh, the, the ma- Honestly, I'm, I feel like I'm spoiling it by telling you he will be the male protagonist at this point because you would assume. As we get to know him better, that he's going to be the villain and she's going to wind up with the gay friend or something like that, or find out she's a lesbian and and, and and end up with the other. But, you know, like everything in this movie indicates that this will be the bad guy, but no, he is
1: the male protagonists. No. No. Or take her wig off and show Neo where the Matrix is. There are a lot of options <laughs> for how this movie could go, and it doesn't go that doesn't way. Doesn't really His take advantage of any of it.
4: I was not. Um, yeah. Also, like, so when they're... He lacked perspective. <laughs> so, also at the end when they're, like, they're making the date together, he does this creepy face-touching
0: thing. Oh, it's so much, like, all... Like, she's a pug and he's, like, a cra- crazy white girl on the street just squeezing the face. It's
1: so much... <laughs> it's over the top. You're a stranger. Oh. Crazy millionaire remake except all the actors Treat each other the way white women treat Puzz <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Murder hey, you yeah, boo. What animals is Lawrence Fishburne in a wig? What animals
4: <laughs> Apparently This is such she- an inside monkey. joke I'm not even inside on it So if you're sitting here not knowing what the fuck is going on You and me we're together on this <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they make a date, and everyone responds like a fucking 13-year-old. And then we yeah. cut to Jordan's quote-unquote mansion, a.k.a. rented beach house in Oxnard. Yeah, which, just real quick, though,
0: before we cut, and they do this a lot in this movie, every time the script runs out of stuff, they just, like, start whispering. <laughs> yes! But don't cut. They just keep, like, just cut. You can cut whenever you want, but they keep, like, five or ten seconds of them being like, I think we're out of words, so just mumble, 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 <laughs> mumble, mumble, mumble. Are we
1: done? All right. It's a date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> camera keeps looking at me. Are we still
1: going? <laughs> All right. Cut. Yeah. So, oh, and all
4: apparently Jordan's home comes with a bitchy alcoholic lady. And I wrote that in my notes because I was like, this cannot possibly be his wife and the mother of his child, can it? This is supposed to be the male protagonist. Right. Yeah. But no, this is
1: his wife and the mother of his child. Yeah. Right. And she's she's got like a thermos. the alcohol in this movie makes no sense. So she's got like a thermos full of Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which, again, sounds delightful. I like all the food and drinks in this movie. She's got a glass of bourbon. It looks good. But apparently, this movie thinks, like, they made her up that in a way that, like, having a glass of bourbon equals crack binge. You've been on, yes. like, a four-week crack binge because you're drinking a glass of bourbon.
1: Well, also... Yeah, I don't really want to bring this on the air, but most people don't have a glass of bourbon at two in the afternoon, heat. <laughs> you,
0: you don't know when you would want to just, you know, kickbacks. It's a... Your day's over, you know.
4: Well also maybe she's stuck in a lock. <laughs> well also the other the other way that you know that she's on a crack bitch <laughs> is the fact that she constantly lights cigarettes that she's later not smoking. That's yeah, you can always tell uh who the bad person is, apparently. And then a child appears in Jordan's arms in a temporarily vexing fashion. <laughs> she basically
1: teleports there, just like uh, I, Thanks, I, Scotty.
0: accelerating 9.8 meters per second squared yeah she's terminal velocity by the time she gets in
4: yeah no because all of a sudden you're like daddy daddy and he looks off to the right and immediately picks up a chick uh, a little girl oh not little a a child who is very large and i'm just like how could she possibly have unless there was a trap door below him that she
1: rose it make yeah and look this kid is not small, but her first lines are, mommy didn't feed me. T-. She goes, she says, daddy, I'm hungry. And he goes, didn't mom feed you today? And his response is, go into your room, lock the door and play your music really loud, which is absolutely 100%. I'm about to beat your mother and I don't want you to see it, language. Well, it. It's not. It's even
4: worse than that. She turns to the kid and says, do you know what to do? She says, go in my room and turn up the music real loud and close. the." Yes. She, the little girl knows I'm going <laughs> to beat mommy face when she sees it. I'll
0: just go wait in the truck. It's fine. I get it. nice. <laughs> the Same thing.
4: Yes. And this is the part where, like, because the, the wife's like, what are you getting dressed all, all dressed up for? And she, he's like, you're an alcoholic guy. It's OK that I go and fuck other women or whatever. He doesn't tell her where he's going or whatever. But then he grabs her by the throat and threatens to physically abuse her. Right. That's I mean, and the, and, and and you're like, oh, OK, she's mixed up with a really bad dude and this is going to be the bad boyfriend that the good boyfriend is then going to that will never happen they will never even have a moment where they acknowledge that this was not appropriate behavior for this gentleman
1: no this is just the movies version of like man that wife's a real bitch (laughs) yes did you see how she was talking to him before he had to choke her into silence? Oh,
4: my God. Yeah, that this, and it gets less comfortable. The relationship between these two gets less comfortable before this movie's over. Anyway. Yep. Meanwhile. He doesn't
0: become less physically violent is what we're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> throughout the movie. Exactly. We'll get there. He, just,
4: he, he, he branches out a little. All right. So, meanwhile, Pamela is getting ready for the date, and, and she's so nervous because
1: she's wearing a shirt that's trying to consolidate her boobs.
0: Oh, oh, she looks good.
1: She looks like someone computer animated a lime with tits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I, I thought I thought she was look I, I thought she looked great. I thought she you, looked, you like the uniboob I look wanna fuck Barry Bonds and Lawrence Fishburne, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and George Foreman.
1: Hey, speaking of what we wanna fuck, I would like to fuck a child. <laughs> <laughs> I was really waiting for the interrupt on
4: that one. <laughs> I, was, I was really I Wait thought me. you were going to make a joke about this sister who was hot. Um, Her like, too. I haven't learned this yet. Does she have She was children? supposed to be a child <laughs> in the movie, though, right? They were pretending that she was 16. It's okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so Jordan shows up to charm the family, and this is where Grandpa threatens to beat him like he was an
1: alcoholic wife. Yeah. yeah and Jordan brought drugstore chocolates, which means he's classy <sighs> as fuck, just so you know. Uh,
0: Apparently, oh, I thought it was like a VHS
4: tape. I couldn't tell what it was, It looked
0: like a box set of VHS tapes. It was really weird. Well, he, that
4: he wrapped them. Oh, okay. <laughs> with the wrapping paper he also got at that gas station apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um and also the sister volunteers to fuck Jordan too if um if Pam doesn't want to with her boyfriend sitting in front of sitting. her
1: boyfriend. Yes, yes. Her boyfriend's like, "Hey." And she's like, "Stop it. Stop it. We're barely in the movie." <laughs> Do you want to be an under five? <laughs> so
4: now, so we go to dinner, and I want to point out that up until this point, with only one exception, this movie has been eating scene, non-eating scene, eating scene, non-eating scene, um, and it will continue that way for quite a while. So For me,
0: it was just all eating scenes. I was eating.
4: Oh, well, right, right, yeah. No, it was the chicken that made you hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. So,
1: so they're at dinner listening to p- porn for women soundtracks, Yes. But luckily not eating chicken. That's I my first note was thank God an eating scene that isn't chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's it seems like an awkwardly
4: silent date when we first cut in, like they didn't know we were rolling yet. They were waiting for a cue. So it just plays like, Wow, are they miserable on this date? <laughs> <laughs> also,
0: small detail, they haven't a- a champagne bottle that's been opened and then re-corked somehow. Yeah, I don't understand what's happening. And it's, I looked even close. It's actually not champagne. It's frajone, which it's cava. It found it fancier Spanish gas stations. <laughs> so that's the date yeah, they're this on. This is
1: the nicest place they could find that involved plastic tablecloths. yes <laughs> and and sh- her first line is, "This is a lovely place." Like they're on the streets of Paris instead of the outdoors the illegal outdoors area behind a TGI Friday <laughs>
4: <laughs> well and then he's got to brag a little he's like you've probably noticed there's no one else in here that's because I've rented this whole place out like a pretentious dick and she's like wow not- wouldn't we, like for that price we could have gone to a real like ni- one nice restaurant with just us
0: yeah and Friday's carries A. they do <laughs>
1: <laughs> and being alone in a restaurant is not more romantic like no one's like oh good we're abandoned and alone this is what the apocalypse would be oh, yeah. like it's not like a better experience well and it's terrifying if it's your
4: first date i wanted to make sure there were no witnesses why did you want that what yeah so and then they they get into the conversation which begins with him very awkwardly trying to dress up the question of why would a woman like you have to resort to internet dating to get fucked.
1: Feels like like people will be trying to fuck you constantly. Right. And her answer to that is not because I look like black Mr. Peanut in a wig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like I like a monocle.
4: Yeah. Nor, <laughs> nor is her answer, well, you know, it's just been statistically proven to be a much more effective way of finding someone to date that you don't then have to work with after you break up with and shit. Um, her eye is, well, I'm looking for a man who has his eye on Jesus and not my underwear. Right. Her, Your underwear t- kind of terrifies me, hon. But then he goes like, oh, well, normally if a woman brought up Jesus like that, I'd tell her to go fuck herself and leave. Well, he says,
0: I'd run away, basically like oh. I... Lit my face on fire, freebasing cocaine. What? But I, like, he, he, I'd run away like Richard Pryor. Yeah, like Too Richard Pryor with his soon. hat on fire. i saying I'm not going to act like Richard Pryor with his face on fire tonight. I'm not doing that. That's his response that's to
1: a this. Very specific reference, and I regret that he took it before I could. <laughs> so that's my new code for exiting an uncomfortable situation, by the way. Like, When I'm having brunch with my wife's shitty friends, I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I got to go. I'm like Richard Pryor with his face on fire right now. (laughs) Also,
4: I think this is the first time we've found this particular audio fuck up in a film. The the audio in this movie is so poorly spliced that during this date scene, she interrupts herself. Like as they go from one scene to one shot to the other, she's over-talking her own goddamn line for a second. Unbelievable. And and then they dance in an empty restaurant to muzak
3: Right. It, there, there,
0: there's no moves either. Do I mean I feel like black people would like do something even during a slow dance? Like, shouldn't they be doing like flips and stuff or whatever? I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's your nine. Um so and then That's a compliment. I'm saying they're good <laughs> dancers. We're saying you're great dancers. That's what you were. Born to do, in in a way. Oh, God. <laughs> Dance and entertain. I want to say... Shuck. <laughs> <laughs> I want
4: you to not say that. That's your 12. Alright, so... And then... She, he drops her off without fucking her. Um, and we, get, we, we have to
1: see this scene so Grandpa can show up and, and, and funny at us some more. And he, like, pops out of the bushes like Charlie to be like, Hey! I'm the comic relief. How's it going? And they're like, "Not good, man. Not good." <laughs> all what right, if I scene's over.
4: Scream way out of the microphones range some more. Like, yeah, do that some more, Grandpa. That'll be great. Yeah, they 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 set up for to have lunch together tomorrow, and and because that was a non-eating scene, now we have to have them at breakfast the next day with her all like fourteen-year-old girl coming back from a date about everything.
1: Right, and everyone of the this is a. 40 year old woman who lives at home, and everybody's like, So, how did the date go?
4: Yeah, not like, Oh, can you, like, is it embarrassing to you that your dates have to come here to pick you up? Because it embarrasses us. Um, Yeah, and grandpa, of course, wants to know about his dick. (laughs) He wants to be a great grandpa before he's 50. (laughs)
1: Instantly. He's like, You didn't play hard to get, did you? Because, you know, what God don't see, don't hurt him. (laughs) So so she
4: leaves to go to work all happy and then they they leave the three like he was talking about where they run out of words, but they just keep the fucking camera going anyway, except for at this point, everyone forgets that in real conversations, people talk one at a time or more or less.
1: Yeah, but instead they all just do their best version of a stereotype or whatever they think their character is. So grandpa's like, a hooba-dooba-dooba, a hooba-dooba-dooba. And the mom's like, boy, you better know, you better not know. And the sister's like, oh, no, man. But at the same time, it's horrifying.
0: More horrifying
4: than that
1: description.
0: that's my one. I didn't say my thought out loud just now, but I'm taking another one.
4: (laughs) So, and now, okay, so now she's at work trying to nail that uh, escrow account down. And her boss is standing over her as she makes this phone call that's basically, have you signed those papers? Okay, please sign those papers. Her boss goes, hmm, glad to see you working on your working here at the working place.
1: Yeah, for real. She goes, glad to see you're working on your career at her job? That's that's fucking, as opposed to what? (laughs) Right.
4: They have really lowered the standards for this chick. Yeah, the bus lady comes so close to saying
0: the n word to Pamela, like, I'm, like she was really. Cl- I felt like she was going to say it a few times, and then I was offended on Pamela's behalf. <laughs> is why I'm saying that.
4: Of course, and then Jordan shows up uh, with uh, for lunch, and he brought flowers
1: gross purple poor people flowers. I mean, he certainly didn't get bloom that dot com level flowers here. <laughs> I'm just saying, there are two categories of flowers. There are roses and there's everything else. It was like, ugh, you, flowers, sure. That is like, I have dated four women advice right there, sir. There are plenty of women out there that just don't care for roses. Those people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Other flowers are the zales of flowers. Don't listen them. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Don't just go with fucking roses, guys. Just like, you know, just uh, pretty, like a fucking, like, like, like you go to bloom that and they have a fucking guy there who does that for a living. And he's like, hey, that flower looks good. With that flower. Don't go in there and act like a dick and do it yourself. I, I'm sorry. This isn't part of the ad. Yeah, that just pisses me off. Everybody's <laughs> like, no, no, I'll just get 10 or 12 roses and shit. She knows how much that costs. Fuck off. Yeah,
1: roses. Anyway, get roses. Don't get weird flowers. Oh, what are these? Yeah,
4: I don't know. Get roses and
1: baby's breath. She's never gotten that before. Anyway, That's what. Y- that is the purpose of flowers. It's going to die in a day anyway. She's going to forget to put it in a... I don't want to do... I'm you not give doing her this on a air. vase.
4: It comes with a free vase. And what are you guys treats. talking about?
3: <laughs> what is happening?
4: <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> Who, cares? <laughs> Who buys
0: flowers for people? Here's the
4: single Gross. guy chiming in. Here's a
0: plant so- <laughs> that's going to die really soon. Put it somewhere. God, they smell pretty. I'm
1: sorry. Not all of our girlfriends like Claire's gift cards. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Alright, so he shows up to take her to, to, to dinner with his, and, and I think we can, no matter what our disagreement on flowers, I think we can agree, these are shitty flowers. He went they with are. shitty flowers. So, and now it's time for an eating scene again. So they go to lunch where <laughs> she explains, in terms of her education, that she mastered in physiology. Mm-hmm. Mastered? Mastered like- in did she mean major? Do you I think?
3: I feel
0: like she meant major. But still, that would be biology, wouldn't that? Oh, yes. If you were majoring.
1: I, <laughs> I, I think she defeated a physiologist oh, who was I the see. best at the time. <laughs> and now she's the master. Yeah. Got I, it. Oh,
4: I see.
0: I see. I, I didn't. En- I did enjoy the part right here at the beginning, though, where she goes to like grab food off his plate. And he's like, seriously, get the fuck off my plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Order the amount of food you want to eat. That's
1: how fucking restaurants work. Like this was an
0: important message for everybody.
1: Just order the amount of food you want. Well, their weird banter back and forth. As she tries to take his food, and he's like, Mm-mm, "That's my food." To which she playfully throws meat in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him to like pull out a katana. It just escalated. <laughs> just like, oh fuck! Was that steak juice? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> And her this this reaction and steals one of his fries,
4: by the way, (laughs) we have the exact opposite of that reaction. So just keep this in mind that when she tries to when he won't give her food, she throws meat in his face. (laughs) We're going to have a very opposite reaction to a much worse crime later anyway. And also she asks him what he does for a living. And he says, this is so stupid. This is amazing. He says, Oh, I work in imports and exports of services overseas. Wait, so he imports and exports
0: services? Right, when see, he's a slaver. He's a slaver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, we all predicted drug dealer, and uh, spoiler, we're right.
4: Yeah, right. Well, in uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I felt a little racist when I said, Oh, wealthy black man that works in imports and exports and I'm like, No, no, that's with that's probably what he really does for a living, but no, he's a coke dealer.
1: <laughs> and to be fair that is now two movies in a row in which a black guy has been like, I work in pharmaceuticals. And we've said, man, I feel racist for thinking he's a drug dealer. And he's turned out to be a drug dealer. <laughs> well, but two but the,
4: for two. But the last one was made by racist white guys. This was made by racist black guys. So I thought maybe, but no, he's a coke dealer. No. So and then he proposes that she like take him around and show him at ho- uh, houses all day so that they can hang out and she would still technically be working. So. She illegally or at least unethically bills her company for a bunch of work. She's not doing also. And he just yells check into the middle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's that? Like, that's usually what happens right before a really good tip in my experience. <laughs> he just seems like a really good tipper by the way he yelled check yeah, so. to nobody.
4: Okay, so that's your so now they we get a montage of him showing uh, or her showing him houses all day. And it's basically just a we're walking here kind of a montage. That's
1: it. Ugh. And then we cut from their walking around looking at houses montage to two, again, 40 plus year old people doing like a midnight chat on the phone. No, you hang up conversation. Yes. Yes. But there was one amazing moment in this.
4: Um, That was clearly an editor fucking with them and deleting a line because like for a minute we're getting the back and forth and then you can only hear one side of the conversation and then only the other. But at one point she says completely outside of any context when you don't know what he just said. Yeah, you can put it anywhere you want to. That's the actual line just with no context whatsoever. And he says, all right, in a
0: bit. Bye that's <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna put it anywhere I want in a few minutes. Maybe just stretch. I'll be over in a <laughs> Yeah.
4: No. And we never. Found, but yeah. And maybe I feel like that movie. That was a, like a nod to us. You know. Like Brian knew we were gonna watch this. And he's like, I'm gonna give him one. I'm gonna give him one. So she she's either
0: ready ready for butt sex or that's a thing you say about phone kissing because she did the like. You know, like into the oh, phone thing. Oh, all like, right.
4: And he said, can I put that on my balls? Or, and she well, said, rim job is what you I could, would assume. Oh,
0: well, yeah, of course. I mean, it's butt stuff either way is my <laughs> point. <laughs>
4: the key is there is butt stuff reference in this phone conversation. It's butt stuff all the way down. <laughs> but, uh,
0: <laughs> other than the, this weird butt sex thing, though, the entire call is, oh, I'm so glad your day went well. Yep. Phone calls are so important and
1: substantial. I don't know how <laughs> how in the world people interact
0: without constantly having really important phone calls like this.
1: Yeah, it's, it, some of us have a phone made in America that like a Japanese guy doesn't pick up and connect you.
0: Uh, none of I'm, us have a Brother, phone made no, in America. No, I'm sorry.
1: That's Zero bullshit. people
0: that you are got, on this call have, have a phone iPhone. made in America.
4: Your phone's made in America. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Um, so, so now we have them walking on a beach together. Um, where he is comparing, first of all, I should point out, this is a shithole of a beach. I guarantee you there are used heroin needles on that beach. You can't walk on it barefooted by like fucking civil
1: order or whatever. It's so gross looking. It really is. And and he's looking at it again like it's the cliffs of more. He's like, this is where I come to think and retreat. There's just a heroin addict washing up onto the beach. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> a couple of dead bodies and a six pound bag of Coke that like some Cuban guy is just hauling into the back <laughs> of a truck.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, this is. And he also he says, this beach is like my dreams and my hopes. Not in
0: any particular way.
4: <laughs> and, then he, and then he pauses for a good
0: like 10 seconds to think about like, should I fuck, I fuck that? Like, hopes and dreams is like a normal human being way to say that. And <laughs> yeah, you, right. you watch him think about that. Like whether he's going to cut on himself and be like,
4: let's do it again because <laughs> it's backwards. No, it's alright. It's alright. It still makes sense. Yeah, and then we get this super gross sunset kiss where they like clearly couldn't tell the scene was over because they're like, you, sh- should we do it again, you think? Or did was that enough? Of my face really? on your you face, guys,
0: I thought I like the kiss.
4: I think black people kiss better. Also, <laughs> compliment.
0: Oh,
1: no, that is way too. I have been married for almost a year. That is way too intimate. I did not like being that close and hearing that many mouth sounds. I was <laughs> upset.
4: <laughs> yeah. Nope. Um. And okay, so now he's dropping her off at home, at home again, and this is where she notices his crucifix. I mean, there there is one scene that was clearly more offensive to me than this scene. And I think you guys probably already know which one it was. No, it had nothing to do with fried chicken. But this this scene was really competing for the most offensive. Because this is where she's like, you know, oh, I see you have a crucifix. Here's what that tells me about you as a human being.
1: Yeah, like she's reading his palm. Yeah. Oh, I noticed you have a cross. Well, it is exactly like that,
4: too. Cause it's like mm, you're well hung and have integrity and style, you know. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. just want to point out Biggie had a cross. Pretty sure Flavor <laughs> Flav has a giant <laughs> cross. Like I
4: don't know how we're those are those are men of integrity and style, Eli. What are you trying to say? That's true. And and then also okay, so she says, um, you know, she asks him how he feels about marriage. And at first, he's going for that, like you know, that's great for those other other people who are mar- married. But then he just kind of like turns it around and is like, oh, you know what? I can make, I can, I can throw in a, an anti gay marriage dig here and then I'm out. I'm clean. We were talking about being Christian anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, so have you ever considered marriage? And he's like, between a man and a woman and only a man and a woman? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you have trouble with commitment, please. That's the new way to get out of commitment is just to turn all conversations about marriage into an anti gay marriage screech. <laughs> not natural. They can't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but us. Yeah, we could. Absolutely. <laughs> not the Ugh. Smendersons down the street. Which one of them's the boy? Am I right? <laughs> Who's with me? That
4: would end the relationship. They would not be talking about <laughs> marrying you anymore. This doesn't work very well for gay people, Eli. You need a new strategy. <laughs> For gay guys that don't want to get married. Don't get married. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, also, okay, so she's like, so, you know, you want to get married? I'm free Tuesday and pretty much any evening after Friday. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I have to tell you something really, really important eventually. Not in this scene, but eventually I will tell you something
1: really important that will explain why I don't want to marry you. Bye. He goes, I have something very important to tell you. But only when the time is right. I don't want yes. him to just like, you got to find the copper key and the first key. <laughs> fuck,
4: when the shadow like of the it. tower falls over the mountain. Yeah, what the fuck? Anyway. I'll tell you I'm married. with <laughs> yeah. a <You're> the child. <laughs> and now, okay, so then she goes inside. She's singing Jesus songs to herself. Not particularly well, and we know she can sing, so what the fuck? And then we cut to everybody watching a Lakers game. That is two non-eating scenes in a row. Boom. Nice. Broke the trend. And, of course, in this scene, it's the whole family sitting around watching the Lakers. Grandpa is funnying some more. Yeah, he's mad that the Lakers aren't helping out Kobe. And fuck what? you. Kobe's a giant
0: ball hog. Yeah.
3: They're you
4: help him out. But, uh, yeah, he wouldn't let them help. Anyway, yeah, no. but He lacks perspicacity. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, so... And 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 the sister, the the thirty one year old teenage sister, is expressing disbelief in the fact that Jordan hasn't tried to fuck Pam yet. They've been dating for a month,
1: right? And right in front of her parents, she's like, "I mean, look, I get it. Sometimes I am just soaking wet in front of you. Get it, mom? Just soaking wet." And the dad's like, "Hey, hey, now." <laughs> Well, but at first Gross. he's not, though. At first
4: he's like, yeah, no, if I had taken a month to fuck your mom, she would have just ripped my clothes. off." And that's what he really says. he doesn't say fuck, but that's basically what he says. Yeah, if I had tried that gentleman stuff with your mom, she would have just ripped my clothes off. And and, and Pamela's like, oh, yeah, no, I've thought about it. I've, I've thought about it, Dad.
0: And then Dad's like, no, but we're Christians, so yeah,
4: right.
0: no raping. <laughs> right, 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 obviously, obviously. We'll get there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So Jordan shows up to pick him up, and then that scene's over. And now, hard cut! They're laying on
1: a <laughs> picnic blanket together in his front yard. And why can't anyone in any movie play a fucking card game? Because they're, they're, they're just showing each other cards. She's like, I have a diamond. I have a club. <laughs> Kill laughter. <laughs>
0: He's doing a card trick, and she's like playing Texas Hold'em. She, he's what? like, "Oh, was it this card?" And she's like, "That doesn't win." They're just—they're not, not even doing the same type of card thing.
1: And then we cut to—it's like a montage of them hanging up. And he—I I, want to be clear that I didn't hallucinate this. He squeezes a peach into her mouth. I thought it was an orange, but yes, they're squeezing some type of fruit into one another's. That's a new world of flirtation for me. Right? Just like, hey, will you juice a fruit into my mouth? <laughs> and by the way, it goes exactly the way you're meant. She's just like, oh God. Oh, <laughs> right. ah, my eyes. Oh, citrus. This, was well, a and again, this is a terrible
3: idea.
4: This is like <laughs> in, in a normal movie, it would be a strawberry or a cherry or something that he would be feeding her or something. <laughs> They're but just begging
0: grapefruits at each other in the
4: face.
1: How? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> These is are not juicing over her. That doesn't work on a glass. It's like, ah, ah. pulp and seeds everywhere. Yes, this was a terrible choice, but I'm already squeezing. So, Just get all the juice you can and we'll hose you down in a second.
4: And of course, this orange squeezing scene is going to lead to the attempted rape
0: scene. Well, yeah, it's interesting. My, my next two lines in my notes are, you know what this movie is missing?
4: The beginning of a rape scene. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he is very clearly just going for the pussy right there on the front lawn and she's like, no, 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 I can't do this. I can't do this. And he's like, my ass, you can't do this. And then just starts grabbing her and shit and it's just like, oh, wow, this is illegal. Yep. This is presidential. Yeah. And they, they have a lot of trouble editing this scene. There's some really weird
0: cuts because Pamela clearly launched this guy like 20 feet at one point yes. and they had to yes. cut and like snap cut to a different part where he's like fuck alright oh. he's breathing hard he's got a giant <laughs> bruise
1: yeah, she pushes him back and he flies into a neighboring car like fucking Chronicle <laughs> and it's supposed to be her being like no you big strong man and he's like yeah uh, can I get a scene partner who isn't 1980s <laughs> Kevin Sorbo <laughs> If they had replaced her with Kevin
4: Sorbo in a wig, this movie would have been amazing. Except oh, for he would just have to a, use the same, you know, dialect. Um,
0: yes. Would it have been more or less racist at that point?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Less. It I honestly feel, don't know. I feel like more, um, but it would have been it would have been less um, anti-LGBT. So you know, it would have. been No, you're right. No, it's one of those ways, yeah. A, yeah, balancing exactly. act thing. Yep. So yeah, th- and this is where he discovers that she's a virgin, and in some of this movie's classic humor, he says. You've never even had Clinton sex? <laughs> I wanted to be like,
0: uh, I mean, I fucked a kid at Chuck E. Cheese once. Does
1: that
3: count? <laughs> it's the other, the other, Clinton. No, okay. other Clinton. Got it. <laughs>
1: he just lost his kids. So Wait, what? Alex Jones lost his kids. <laughs> I'm happy about it.
4: As long as he's miserable, we're all happy. Um, so, yeah, but now he doesn't want to fuck around with her virgin ass anymore. So she so she grumpily throws a pillow at him. I don't
0: understand. She doesn't want him to leave is, is the tone I'm getting. Like if a potential rapist
4: starts to leave, you should not argue in any way. No, you just. Yeah. But again, like contrast this with the, oh, you can't have my food throw steak juice in his eyes versus oh you tried to rape me come on now throw a pillow playfully yes what the save some of that steak juice (laughs) right (laughs) also man you know you're out of fucking shape when you've got to bring a pillow with you out to the picnic thing in the front yard it's not like (laughs) come on get in shape girl damn all right so and then he he drops her off at
1: home what the hell with that cobweb badge which to which, the literal Zelda music, by the way. <laughs> I, I know it wasn't on purpose, but it was literally just like. Do, 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 do,
0: and by the way, he drops her off. That means they drove home together. Like, oh, I really wanted to see that drive. Like, so, oh my God. Let's uh, see what's on the radio. Heard a new song the other day called You're a Rapist. Maybe that'll be on. <laughs>
1: All right, fine, fine. I'm thinking of I'm going on a picnic and I'm gonna bring a person who I can rape.
0: All
4: right, fine.
1: I'm gonna bring bring a person I'm gonna
0: rape and a black person I'm gonna rape.
4: So so yeah, so he drops her off and she's all crying and sad as she storms in because there's no goodbye at all. He just like pushes her out of the moving vehicle essentially. And dad sees her all sad, and so he goes up. to, to help her, and dad's advice here, you know, she's like, oh, I told him he was, I was a virgin, he doesn't want to be with me anymore. Um, dad's advice is never, I, this is a quote, never let anyone convince you you're doing something wrong. Yep. What? That's his actual quote. Jesus, that is the worst advice I've ever heard in anything.
1: Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And, like, even in the context, there's got to be a better way to put that. He's like, you know, and it's not like, hey, look, in this situation, it's, look, you know, what we've always told you outside perspectives on morality are useless. I guess. By the way, she also
0: uses the word despondent while crying. Who? Yeah, he became big words so like despondent. That? He seemed c- c- crestfallen. Like <laughs> just
1: use small words while you're crying. Weird. <laughs> I guess I just last birth. Per- <laughs> you could say I'm Casper <laughs> but To be or possess the best mattress in the <laughs> industry. <English. laughs> there <laughs> well, not a lot of free ads this week.
4: Um, and okay, so Dad knows how to cheer her up, don't he? It's by starting a duet with a weeping fat woman. Fuck you Eli You had seen this part You could have warned me Before I went in You'd already seen up to here Before I started watching
1: And, and she does not Join in for a while And you can see The other actor Be like Come on Say thing You're supposed so to <laughs> What do you do When you're sad And you're sick Okay your turn Everybody Alright one. I wanted them to be Out of sync Just like Oh no, 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 I'm in F. I'm in F. In F? I'm in F. You don't seem to be in F.
4: Okay. Three, four, Row, what, four. Do- <laughs>
1: <Wait>.
3: Seven?
4: <laughs> so yeah, so now that he's sung her back to happiness, he's gonna go eat because this was a non-eating scene. Um mm-hmm. and then we head to Jordan at breakfast in his mansion, uh, important papering. Yep.
1: Just shuffling through his drug dealer paperwork? I guess.
0: It's miming it. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Like what's <laughs> happening there? Like
0: this, uh, the owner of a multinational pharmaceutical company is doing like clerical work
4: with a physical paper notebook. Well, and that's what like, they've sold him as up to this point. We now know he was a cocaine dealer. So a cocaine dealer is doing paperwork. Just
0: like this, the CEO of <laughs> Pfizer just with a legal pad doing a tally of erections one by <laughs> one.
1: What's happening here? <laughs> just all right uh carlos look i'm looking at your 1099 and i need a w9 from you i need a whole lot of more of this paperwork uh i think we're going to go with paychecks
4: but and so as as he's paperworking his wife who's a little less drunk cuz it's morning shows up and and has this like you know can it be like it was before conversation with him yeah. Which, if he's the
1: villain, his reaction makes perfect goddamn sense. He is so casual about his wife's breakdown about their lost love. She's like, why, I love you, and I want it to be like it was. And he was like, yeah, no, I get that. I get that that's something you'd want. <laughs> mm. Sorry, I'm just doing this math real quick. Four plus four, and I don't love you anymore. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: he says we've come a long way since then n-word to her <laughs> like, like like not the n-word like he says literally n word i'm pretty sure I, that I was don't the think line he says that that is our euphemism it's I, 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 think, <laughs> I
3: don't
0: like this you movie. might have said onward maybe i don't know uh, wait that makes way more sense <laughs> <laughs> he probably said onward so Wait, we've come a long way since then on yeah, yep, it's onward.
4: <laughs> so, um yeah, no and then the daughter gets launched into this scene from a catapult to break up this tedious fucking conversation. Right. And
1: she's like, Daddy, daddy, play with me. And he goes, You know what? And like like as a diss, he goes, Why don't you play with your shitty mom? She doesn't have anything to do. And she's like, <laughs> Fine, I'll go play with our child. You're the good parent. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. But she has to push his papers around
4: like a bitch before he leaves. Um, There's one other amazing line in this. This is is like
0: super wise, actually. The the husband, while he's talking to the wife, giving her the speech here, he says, keep one foot in the past and one foot in the future. And you take a dump all over the
4: present. That's awesome. That's an amazing saying. It's a great visual. But I mean, does that guy just automatically shit if his legs are spread a certain width? I mean, is that not... What do you guys do? Yeah, I, I'm
1: I'm on Heath's side. How do you here.
0: guys use the physics of your body it's to take a shit when you want to?
1: Exactly. If, if my feet spread more than two feet apart, I am shit. Oh, I,
0: see. I like, yeah. And you know, you get to be, yeah. pick up somebody in the next stall. Take a oh. nice stance. Yeah. yeah, a lot of good reasons Absolutely. for that.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's a great saying. Uh, I'm I'm going to use that in response to like everything from now on. I I, love that. I appreciate the warning. She should be writing speeches for the Dalai Lama. Like that's like super (laughs) super, you know, zen. I like it.
4: So meanwhile back at work, Pam and her friends are all
1: squeezed awkwardly into a single close-up and and literally they're all just like yelling their characteristics. He's like, I'm gay. (laughs) I'm a (laughs) whore. End of scene. (laughs) Right. Oh.
0: So, but, and they're gathered in front of this laptop, like grandparents trying to Skype. Yes, they're, they're just like bumping <laughs> their faces into the camera, and then like, Good, no, move it. And then they're like four hundred yards down a fairway, like not even close.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And also the 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 shot is so clearly framed on the slutty friend's cleavage. Mm, yep, Violet. Tunnel vision. Yep. So, okay, now we learn in this scene: it's been over a month since they broke up. There since she admitted that she was a virgin and he dropped her off after trying to sexually assault her and she's still obsessing over him and the friends are still obsessing over her, obsessing over him. That's all we get out of this scene. Sure. Is. Well, that and some advice to take felony revenge on him for not liking her anymore. Um, And then she goes to talk to her pastor about this.
1: And, man, do we get a shift in background noise for this scene. It's like, all right, I'll go talk to my pastor. (laughs) Yeah, apparently she goes to church in a goddamn active wind tunnel. I wanted it to pan over, and there's just some guys doing that weird squirrel wind thing in a tunnel next to them. Just like, are we bothering you? No, it's fine. This was a weird way to raise money. (laughs) And the pastor seems to be making it very clear that if no one else would like that ass, he will take it. Yeah, he says when one door closes, another one opens. One with a sweet triangle mustache and an awesome <laughs> button-down shirt. I'm just saying, you know, whatever you, you never, want,
4: you never know, you know. Push <laughs> my dick. What? <laughs> what? But 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 then again, his his actual advice first is to push to pray until something happens. Also to continue to obsess over the man that has not contacted her in a month. That's the actual advice he gives. So on that bizarrely shitty nugget, I suppose we can take a quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Pamela at least offer up some mouth stuff? Does it still count if he puts it in her ass? Will Heath say the N-word? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the depressing-as-fuck conclusion of Don't Touch If You Ain't Prayed. Miss
1: Matthews,
0: oh, hi, Mrs. Wendy. Have you finished that account yet? No, sorry, Mrs. Wendy. Seriously,
1: it's been four years.
0: I know, but the the client's phone number has a four in it.
1: So. Just get it done, you piece of shit
0: oh, so- okay, sorry, just quick question.
1: Yes, Miss Matthews, Shitfucker, okay, why do I still work here? <laughs> I ask myself that question every day, no. But
0: seriously, I'm grossly incompetent. I'm late all the time. I'm just terrible at my job. But shouldn't you have fired me? I should,
1: and you better pray
0: I don't. No, don't, don't say something sassy. Literally, just answer the question: Why haven't you fired me?
1: As the day is long, fire me. If only you could. Okay, where? Okay, look, look. I'm
0: writing myself a check right now for $800,000 from the company.
1: Please fire me. Miss Matthews, you don't ever want if up and down and all happy birthday. Are you are you literally unable to to fire someone? In and out burger is delicious. Mm,
0: that's what I thought. I'm I'm going to head home.
1: So little control. <laughs> The
4: fucking oh god, it was so goddamn yeah. Uh-huh. That's the same. And we're back for more of this shit. Now, when we last saw our hero, she was getting shitty advice from a pastor. I'm sorry, she was getting advice from a pastor. Sorry about the verbosity there. And now we're gonna catch up with her showing up at home to her 30 year old teenage sister again. Gain some perspective, Noah. Right? <laughs> um. So and 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 her. Sister says, well, you know, some sexy voiced man called for you, and we have to go through like a 10-minute thing where she has to buy the phone
1: message from her sister. And again, this is so weird because this is a movie trope gone crazy, as usual in this movie. Look, it's weird to feud with your younger sister when you're 40, Mm -hmm. and the whole like, Five dollars. You better give me the phone message thing is funny, but only if you don't pay her and then she then delivers the message. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which, by the way, will come back because apparently that agreement will just run on for the rest of the film. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Can't afford to fucking get her own place, but she can afford to buy her messages from her sister. But
0: does the sister even give a message? She's just like, here's this. Very obviously a public bathroom napkin prop that's clearly blank. So I'm just going to tell you the message verbally. <laughs> some guy named Danny called.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it was some sexy voiced man named Danny that called her. And right about the time we learned this, Grandpa comes in to be all funny at us again. Oof. Oh, God. And he he's doing the old man with no teeth, mouth motion. Mm-hmm. But he has teeth. Right, all he, of them. He just keeps doing that weird chewy thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the, the way they go about, like, apparently he needs a cane to sit down in his chair. I mean, like, everything they do to try to make him old just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. He's got, like, fucking little tennis balls on his fucking bicycle kickstand. Or, yeah, anyway. So he comes in, and they have this whole weird conversation where, like, I guess the dad character was rushed to the hospital for chest pains, and he has high blood pressure and high cholesterol. There's a whole scene about this. This will
1: never come back up. Nope. Never at all. Uh, the only thing about this scene of note is the daughter's like, Daddy, when you die, can have your stuff, and the actress who plays the mom very clearly really hits the other actress who plays the daughter. because She's like, oh like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Dick like, The rest of the scene is just that actress Out of character being like Fuck Oh, You got my ear Fuck you fuck. They're like I've got a date to fuck
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Well it's so clearly unintentional too, Because she like turns around And just like throws her hands up in exasperation But as she does Just smacks the shit Out of that other actress It was fucking hilarious Best moment in the movie so now Pam heads upstairs to call Danny back, and they have this very bizarre and creepy conversation where she's like, "Who are you and how did you get my number?" He's like,
1: "I got it from the internet." Yeah, he he goes, "I got it from your dating service," and she's like, "I'm sorry, my phone number isn't on the dating service." And he, um, which dating service is that? And he's like, "The you know, the one you're <laughs> big, on," big. and she's like, "I know, Jordan." apparently months ago put you up to this you don't fool me i don't date my ex-boyfriend's business partners i I wanted the fucking cops to call and go
4: like the call is coming from inside your vagina (laughs) and then
1: it turns and jordan has been sitting there what the fuck I don't what? even understand what that scene was supposed to be. Just, Jordan was testing to see if she would date other men. <laughs> it's abusive. It's terrifying, but it will never come back or matter. Also, also, she
4: called him. So yeah. has Jordan just been sitting in that house for weeks since he gave Danny her number? or, or <laughs> and, and, and then just like, well, I'm going to be there to nod condescendingly when you fail to close the deal with her. I just want you to know. <laughs> Pan over, he's running a phone trace for no reason. With a, <laughs>
1: she's
0: home where I called her. She keep called her talking.
1: Me. Keep her talking. This whole
0: spy thing feels meaningless. I don't know. You just want to end the scene? Should we keep acting?
1: Should we keep acting? Also, if he's sitting
4: right there, I mean, he did meet her on the dating service. Why wouldn't he just cut the phone and go, which dating service was it? You know, I mean, he's anyway, yeah. So, yeah, apparently that was some friend of Jordan's who he's like, hey, can you fuck this girl for me? She keeps calling me. Anyway. So now we she she goes on a chat room. This is how desperate she is. She is now going to go on a blind date with some guy she met in a chat
0: room. Oh, it's so good. The, the chat room screen is amazing. Did you guys Oh, so location? 2004, yeah. So, uh-huh. First of all, Larry Flash J is the name. Which, I mean, it's clearly Flash Jenkins, the yeah, producer. Uh-huh. That's the name of one of the people in the chat room, and he's talking to Rosebud, which is Girls 69 1 US. And also, uh, Nude Man Like You shows up at one point, is on this <laughs> chat room. And but, so we see Pamela typing in, want to go out and eat tonight. But that pops up under Larry Flash J. <laughs> so she's using a dude's name and asking out someone named Rosebud on this chat room. That's what's
4: happening. That's how it goes down. Yeah, Exactly. So, yeah, once that to catch a predator intro is over, we cut to the restaurant and this and we have again, like they're trying to do that scene where she's like waiting for a blind date and one guy comes in. She's like, oh, I hope it's not him. And then another guy comes in and she's like, "Mm, I hope it's not him, except for they don't know that when you do that, you're supposed to have people, you know, like whom one would clearly think one or the other thing about. Nope. Just dudes. Just random d- for 12 minutes. So many of them would have been inappropriate.
0: Like, so funny. They would, like, they wouldn't want that guy. <laughs> she,
4: just, <laughs> she reacts. And finally, damn it, if Jordan doesn't come in, he was cyber stalking her this whole time.
1: He is the protagonist of this movie.
4: I don't uh, get that. And he goes by Rosebud
0: on chat rooms, <laughs> apparently, which is weird. I mean, whatever you want, but. Yeah,
3: You know, it's his
0: his thing, but that is a little weird. Also, by the way, they're at an Ethiopian restaurant. And is this a standard thing in an Ethiopian restaurant? Does the the waiter give you a menu and also like a basket of cobra snakes? Because that's what appears to be what happens.
1: Here's your menu. Here's your sombrero for you to eat out of. Is that what the Okay (laughs) (laughs) Do you eat out of a sombrero there? I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because you won't find out until Tuesday that I'm lying to you. Yeah. That's how Ethiopian people eat their food. Yeah, why not? Out of a basket. You're racist. So, you don't know I'm wrong. You at home right now, you're like, oh, Eli, but you're like, wait, how do Ethiopian people eat their food? Normal. Of- That's how they eat their food. Normal. I don't
4: know, though, because we've seen vultures of horror, and there's nothing normal about the way they eat their food. So,.
0: They don't have bat. They have ladles, but they didn't have any sombreros. <laughs> yeah,
4: right, right. No, it's know. a cultural thing. It's,
0: it's cru- yeah. And,
4: and, and one, All one Africa is better not the same. Than the other, it's just yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so Jordan comes in and she's pissed, but she agrees to give him five minutes to explain him damn self, which they don't stick to. I don't know why they nope. even I'd, gave I'd... themselves a ticking clock. <laughs> did you really? I did. It's like
1: three minutes. <laughs>
4: and so he had this is where he like basically lays it all out like you know he's like i know that like i'm the one that refused to talk to you because you are virgin but while we're broke up anyway i should tell you that my business is downright trumpian in nature also i'm married and i have a fat kid right and you love me
1: also again, he, conc- <laughs> he concludes this horrible <laughs> confession where she's like super upset with you fucking love me and i'm like whoa movie whoa and again If this movie was all setting up to her meeting the right guy who isn't this character, I'd be like, I get it. Bad filmmaking, a little broad, but no. Again, this is something that the protagonist does to our main character, and we're supposed to be like, he won her back. Hooray. Yeah. Holy shit. And so
4: she's like all pissed because he's making her feel sick, and this is an eating scene, damn it. And she says to him, and I quote, I'm really feeling some unchristian like thoughts and I'm not sure what I'm capable of. I'm like, well, it's not a crusade at least.
1: (laughs) Also, there's this great moment where he goes, I never wanted to hurt you. And she says exact quote, how do you really feel knowing that you failed and undoing that puzzle of a sentence was the (laughs) next 17 minutes of my, how do you really feel knowing that you failed? Fail. So he he's out there diagramming, it. wanting to just... I would love to watch you try to diagram that sentence.
4: <laughs> also, I, I love, too, that he's very specific when he's like, I would do anything for you except cut my own beating heart out of my chest. Harry carry is <laughs> out, but if you don't want me to cut out my still beating heart with a knife, I will do anything to make you happy.
1: Look, I think we've all tried online dating, and we've all had that one bad date where you just... you start building exceptions into your language, right? It's all going to swell. And then she wants you to cut your beating heart out of your chest.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say on my profile. I wasn't into that.
1: Yeah. And, and then, so
4: she, you know, he says, well, you know, I'm going to get divorced from my wife at some point. And I'm like,
1: Oh, he's a good man. Then (laughs) you and I are good. His response to that is he goes, I'm going to divorce my wife. You and I are going to get married. That's just the way it is. I yep. could have said that the day before my wedding to my wife and as revolution, she wouldn't have married me. She yeah, right. should have been like, now it's Thursday. Now we're doing it Thursday. <laughs> my notes at this point, I just wrote, is this the guy that shot up the school? Yeah, right. <laughs> also,
4: this is kind of weird. So th- as they're going back and forth at the very end, before she like shoots up and, and walks out. On the shot that goes back to her, the table isn't there anymore. Well,
1: it's Ethiopian
4: food. Well, I mean, it was less of a continuity <laughs> error and more of a glitch in the fucking matrix. <laughs> and somehow there's still 30 minutes in this fucking movie. And my dumbass is I'm thinking, and she hasn't even met her man yet. Wow. But <laughs> also, why hasn't
0: anyone showed up to take a drink order at this point? Right? What the fuck? They've been doing this whole I fucking hate this restaurant. <laughs>
4: In Ethiopia, you get your drink order out of it. You have to like reach into the sombrero full of cobras and uh and pull out the drink that you want. So have drinks
1: in Ethiopia. So, <laughs> so now Pam goes to see her friend. Um all, all weepy. Pam is all of my wife's friends. All I needed to happen in this scene was for me to wander out and explain I have a recording and that they need to cry more quietly. And this is <laughs> moment for moment my life. Just like, oh. No, I body painting was a career. I can't believe that I have a show to do. I'm real. She's going to be the good one about this. I just need it. I need it <laughs> a seven, I need you to be at a two.
4: <laughs> so, yeah, she comes in all weepy to fuck up Eli's record. And she tells her friend, she's like, how could you not tell me that the guy you set me up with was a married cocaine dealer? And she's like, fuck, I have been going across town for that. I mean, I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't know.
0: He's not gay, so...
1: <laughs> or dead. Or you're dead. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx, let me keep shorts forever. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess that's... What? Jinx is done. It's done. Noah so. has to let me keep your shorts forever. He can't help you.
4: Yeah, no, I can't. Um, so, <laughs> or else his son will die. <laughs> <laughs> also, I should point out that at this point in the scene, her, her, her friend... That she's gone to weep at says, Oh, and by the way, I've been wait reading that Bible of yours, and I'm a Christian now, too. Hooray. And that's actually how this movie plays this scene is that, like, oh, look, but there's some good news. Her yeah, slutty friend is also gonna wait for marriage now.
1: And Pamela goes, neat. And then she goes to the door, <laughs> turns around, and goes, But I still love Jordan. It's the weirdest acting choice. In the way she says it, like it's the end of a thirty-minute sitcom, just like, yeah, like, like her friend's gonna laugh and it's gonna end in a freeze frame, just like. But I still love Jordan. <laughs> do 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 do. Pam. Yes, yeah, like it was her
4: goddamn catchphrase.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Unreal. Oh, I want to make the show, but I still love Jordan. Where Jordan just does ex- increasingly criminal and violent things, and at the end of the show, she goes, "But I still love Jordan." Boom. Yep.
0: Modern day Archie bunkers. So <laughs> I feel like this universe is about to converge with loving the bad man. <laughs> Still loving the bad man. Whatever.
1: So uh, now we check loving the Jordan.
0: <laughs> loving the it, it rhymes bad man.
4: So now we check back Thanks. in on Jordan. Um, and Mom's been <laughs> assed out drunk all day. Uh, she's laying on the couch. Well, first the uh, the daughter is launched into the goddamn scene from a fucking Saturn V. And, and then, you know, he sends her up to play the I'm going to beat your mommy music real loud. And
0: did he hand her a, did he give her like a handful of cocaine vials to throw I...
1: out at the beginning of this? Handful of nickels. Yes, he does. That's what happens, right? Okay. Pretty sure <laughs> that's what Here, happens. Go put some change in the meter.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So he wakes his wife up to divorce her. Now, this is, again, an odd blocking choice because the way he does this is. Sits down on the couch, puts her feet up on her uh, on his lap, starts rubbing her feet, and goes, I'm going to divorce you. I don't yeah. love you
1: anymore. Yeah, He's like, like the way I come home, just giving her a foot rub. How was your day? I'm committing you to an insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, traffic was the worst.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to the committing in just a second, but yeah, at first he says, like, and oh, by the way, I've also met this other girl, and she's like, who are you fucking? He's like, I'm not fucking her. I'm just, I just, she's christian and like every goddamn non-christian person in one of these stupid fucking movies her response is christian christian you mean like god jesus Ugh, that's her actual fucking line
1: yeah i wanted her to be like like dior no uh the giant religion oh okay got it I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh i see
4: <laughs> that makes a lot more sense though with the way i was thinking it'd be like you calling me n-word in the middle of that conversation earlier yeah it was onward, Noah. It was onward, obviously.
1: Christian, Weed. the head of the BHS swim team when Eli went to high school? No, no, the <laughs> religion. So, and she goes,
4: She says, Couldn't I have to cut it out now? It's probably um, all out. So, now that I think about yeah, it, yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> I'm going to give everyone so, a cell yeah.
4: phone. Yeah, this is the important
0: part that we cut.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the that's the bad part. Um, but she and she goes, I love it too, because this is the middle of the I want to divorce you conversation. So she's like, but Jordan, you don't believe in that Jesus stuff. And he goes, I've been reading the Bible for over a year, and I wanted so bad for her to go, say anything about divorce in there? Yeah, right. There may be a section on that. <laughs> but then the scene gets so much fucking darker. Yeah. Because he says, oh, and also, by the way, I found you a group home with Alcoholics Anonymous that I am going to have you forcibly committed to. Is that? Can you? She could just be like, no. Yes, right? she can. And take
0: half
1: his cocaine money. Well, can you? I'm asking for a friend. Heath's <laughs> <laughs> the friend.
4: No, that can't be done. Maybe also Although,
1: answer. it could be a... <laughs>
4: A lot we could do with that loft. (laughs) Anyway, get back with me. Get back. We'll talk to Andrew. So the bad guy says to the good guy, please don't put me in a home and abandon me, my husband. But of course, you know, he does. Yeah, he's like, "Uh, you're being gross about this. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Also, she totally forgets the daughter's name, but like, not like in character, because you could see the alcoholic mom forgetting her daughter's name. But she's like, but I love you, Jordan. And, um, that little fat kid that comes running under the screen. Yes. Black she goes, daughter. She
1: goes. She goes. All I need is you
2: and Doug. Uh, you know. <laughs> name that to character. My
1: it's weird because we're you know. Uh, toast. It's, it's...
0: <laughs> What's my daughter's name?
4: Also, also, this movie turns into an Eli Twitter conversation too. At this point, because she's like. She's like, she's like, I'm going to divorce you. She's like, I'm going to commit you. She's like, I swear I'll have you killed.
1: Wow. <laughs> really? Yes. That the next place you went? Well, she says, I swear I'll have you killed. And his reaction is to like put a finger to his lips and be like, shh. Yes.
4: <laughs> now, come on.
1: Doesn't work if you, you
4: tell said- me you're hiring a hit. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Who are you going to use? Tony? You're going to use Tony? Really? Like I won't see Tony coming Like that fucking sucks
4: And now we move to another scene Which you could be forgiven for not noticing Because it takes place In the same fucking location With the same actress wearing the same clothes In the same position with the same lenses How did you know it was another scene then? Because he suddenly just goes Hey honey you remember when I was telling you Three lines ago about that home The people are here now I've packed your thing I thought he
0: just had it set up fast <laughs> He's just had the
4: henchman there
0: He's like I'm going to divorce her And you guys just be ready right around the hallway and yeah, you come those, in.
1: those alcoholic anonymous kidnappers Well
4: right right Because he's like now you can do this on your own Or they can drag your ass out like an
1: overbooked United flight what do you want bitch The yeah. good guy Turns out million little pieces wasn't true Guy I need you to calm down <laughs> that was a book on oprah about a gentleman who wanted money <laughs> yes
4: yes that it was so where all the good literature goes is oprah so meanwhile back at work the gay guy from designing women is still fucking with her for the dick uh, uh anthony bouvier well um,
0: shock taylor plays the character i believe
4: well done Booyah. sir well, he knows his Ooh. 80s sitcoms. Holy shit.
0: Designing Women. Delightful Show. Delta Burke.
4: Keep going. Keep going.
0: I'm done. Okay. I'm done. I also like here's The Boss. <laughs> Zach Morris. Mark Paul Gosselaar.
4: <laughs> Perspicacious. Mario Lopez.
0: Um, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Lark Voorhees.
1: <laughs> John Leguizamo. Dustin Diamond. <laughs> so, okay.
4: I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's reading off IMDb, I think, at this point. But anyway, so... so they're at work and she's having this conversation. And well, they're, the, the three of them, her and her two friends, are having this conversation that plays like, you know, the, the first few spoken lines before a musical number breaks out. <laughs> but they're what talking. Will
1: you do? What will you do?
4: What will you do? What will she do? Yeah. I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah, right. But this <laughs> just it's never a song. <laughs> Annie Potts, also,
0: by the way, is also in it.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 She was Can we monster. point out that uh, in. best friend. Girl best friend is wearing a it's Eli's birthday silk nighty in this scene and no one acknowledges it <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> She's wearing a magician's handkerchief and they were just like wow that's your choice for this scene she was like yep all out of daytime clothes
4: <laughs> also can we talk about the fourth guy in this scene that they're all shouting over
1: Who's the trying guy's, to do the work? The guy who's <laughs> trying to sell real yes. estate? <laughs> oh, and I, I want that guy's movie so badly. Just <laughs> him and HR with Miss just the boss being like, I, I look, I don't want to be that guy in the office, but they literally just talk about her being a virgin <laughs> and I know I'm not even against gay people, but it's just it's a lot. He's constantly talking about it's just very disruptive to the work they always get at the front of the line when there's cake and I know there's not going to be enough pieces <laughs> and that white podcaster dude just shoves himself right in front of me it's very very upsetting <laughs> so so okay so now we get what I I consider
4: and this is a tough competition but th- I think this is the most bizarre scene in the movie wait was I stealing cake
1: from this guy just now <laughs> is that yeah. what happened that's a no, callback was- to our show maybe <laughs> give it a listen once in a while so now we
4: go to this bizarre scene where jordan shows up i'm gonna commit you at (laughs) cocaine plex headquarters oh yeah which is a doctor's office
1: it's
0: a dentist's office very clearly there's literally there's like highlights magazines on the
4: table in the lobby (laughs) of this international cocaine dealer's office yeah yeah and, and uh, we, we start to realize where they are when he st- he's got his daughter with him. Right. He sits her down in the, the the waiting room that cocaine kingpins have. And he says, if I'm not out of there in five minutes, you take this phone, you call the police, you run to the elevator. I'm like, Why
1: would you bring your fucking daughter to the cocaine plex headquarters, you stupid jackass? Well, who would call the police and run down the stairs if not his daughter?
4: Well, I mean, we saw the daughter. That daughter is not running down any stairs. Yeah, two thugs
1: come after her, and she's like, "Bring it, motherfucker!" <laughs> You're fine. We were going to use you to kidnap, but it's no. But we we don't, we don't have feel have like this is going to be a reverse take situation.
0: Eaten. Is it? <laughs> just <laughs> stiff arms, like beast mode. They fly out. <laughs> Jonathan Vilma,
4: just oh. Mean
1: Joe Green tackling them. So,
4: it, well, she gets. She is launched like Mean Joe Green in most instances. Yeah. So now we end up okay so he goes in to meet his cocaine boss who by the way is the only white person in this movie. So even in cocaine dealing there's a glass ceiling.
1: And, and he's in a suit 19 sizes too big for him. Yes. He looks like he's at the end of big. Like yes. he had his own big journey and he's just like Heath at my wedding with the sleeves 7 sizes too long got a bottle of scotch hidden in each.
4: You told me where to get that suit. Whatever. It was bespoke. Um, Yeah, okay, so... And he says to his cocaine dealer, he's like, I want out. And they have the whole, well, you understand the consequences of that, don't you, Mr. Bryant? Um, And he's like, yeah, but I'll go tell the cops about you if you piss me off. And I'm like, oh, that's the right way to get on a coke dealer's good side, right there. (laughs) Good thing you left your daughter so handy.
1: But it works. He's just like, hey, for you... I'll make an exception. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. you're,
0: you're so ballsy. Yeah, the, the the Latino white guy was he white or Latino? I don't know. He was, was a white guy dressed up to look kind Latino. of yeah, made to look Latino, and he's just like, "I'm going to murder you." And <laughs> Jordan's like, "Well, I'm a, I'm a Christian, so I won't murder you back." <laughs> and then it's like, I guess we're we're at a classic impasse, are we? We
4: are. It's a Mexican standoff.
1: Am I Mexican?
4: (laughs) Ask Andrew Torres. So he goes back out after the cocaine dealer has agreed to let him go. And the daughter in the lobby has fallen asleep. I he thought was they in there for the daughter. It was like three Me minutes. Me too. Me too. I'm like, what an awesome twist! If he comes out there, and the daughter strangled to death. It'd be like it would be like taking. It. It's like okay, it took an hour and fifteen minutes to get going, but now that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I did not see that coming.
1: But no, she just no. fell asleep. So I wanted him to come out and yell at her and be like, "Fuck!" I said to call the guy. You fall asleep, you fat piece of shit. You had to <laughs> eat a box of Krispy Kremes. You need to nap it off. Well, 20 seconds. To be fair,
4: that's <laughs> probably what happened, but he made us go upstairs and turn the music up real loud. Receptionist, that. go back to the
0: office and turn the music <laughs> up. <laughs> right. i <gonna> beat the <laughs>
4: shit out of my kid right up now. As loud as I want, I heard, I know. And, okay, so, but now it's time for him to go to church. <laughs> First, there's this, like, cute exit part Oh, yes. Where he's like, all right, so I'm going to take
0: off.
1: Wave goodbye to the cocaine receptionist. She's like, bye, right, cocaine. cocaine. receptionist. Something tells me I meant something. <laughs> Throws her a lollipop. Hey, all right.
4: <laughs> yeah, don't don't actually eat that it. lollipop. Dad's going <laughs> to hold on to that one. So, yeah, so now he takes his daughter to church, and my notes are just from this point on. Ten minutes left if you don't count the credits. Nine minutes and 50 seconds left if you don't count the credits. Pretty much like
1: that to the end. Well, he's got to have the, we just fucked, but I realized they don't know your name conversation with the pastor. Like, <laughs> so, um how do we feel about divorce and the guys? And again, he can't be like, yeah, that's fine. Cause he's supposed to be playing a pastor. So he says, I can't be the judge
0: of that. Yeah. All right. Well, you're pretty much useless then,
4: right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Yep. yep. Yeah. No, I did Good a job. whole diatribe about that. Yeah.
1: You like my mustache.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, now pastor, you know that I'm a filthy coke dealer right and he's like dude i buy from you of what fucking course i know no i believe you're the black ceo of Merck. That's, <laughs> yeah, i thought that right? was
0: what was really was happening yeah
4: <laughs> but but the pastor's advice here basically is fuck who you love bro pretty much so now we check in with the abandoned alcoholic wife and she seems to be doing fine seems She's much at happier an outdoor
1: a.a. meeting around a campfire. Oh, were they
0: out there? Da- okay, that's why it was dark. I was confused by it that. It seems
1: real fun, Heath. Seems real fun. Maybe they roasted marshmallows afterwards. Heath.
4: <laughs> um, I just want to point out that we in no way to endorse AA, uh, which has a fucking rate of success approximately equal to just running out of scotch. Nor would nor do we
0: endorse Heath cutting back on scotch. That's also locked <laughs> in. He's going to keep drinking the same amount. Amazing way
1: to quit drinking, especially if you follow all seven steps. Uh, I personally have used it to quit several things. Stamp collecting, <laughs> never wear them. Check. So you you must start order. by
4: accepting a higher power and being a Christian.
1: Isn't that the best quit, way to change your behavior? To quit,
4: well, to quit stamp collecting by all means, absolutely. But I, I just, I love this fucking scene because we see the, the 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 wife going like, you know, I'm so and so, and I'm an alcoholic, and I'm here against my will. It was part of a kidnapping, and her story arc is now resolved yep, that's it that's her happy ending yeah so now Jordan goes to see Pamela and she's still pissed off at him for being a married cocaine dealer
1: um, and he demands biblical forgiveness which always mm-hmm. fucks him right up and she's like no and she slams the door and then we watch him like annoyingly knock at the door for like an asshole
4: minutes. yeah like <laughs> clearly she knows you're still there dude you don't Bam. have to ring the bell too. Pamela. Bam.
1: Bam. And he knows Bam. other people live Bam. there. Bam. Pamela. <laughs> <Bam-a-la>. Pamela.
4: <laughs> also, okay, if this character's rich, why do they have him driving around in a 1993 beat up Tercel? For our younger hosts, the Tercel is an old version of the Toyota Corolla. Anyway, then we get a quick shot of In and Out Burger for no reason. Yeah. Not sure why. They were trying to make you hungry again. They're like, yeah, we haven't showed Mm. Heath any fried chicken
1: or scotch in a while. animal style. So, (laughs) Heath finds weird places to be happy in our movies. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get this line,
4: ouch, daddy, not so hard. Don't worry, it's not what you think. I was worried because Eli wrote out these notes. I thought he had (laughs) switched to a different movie. Um, But no, this is Jordan trying to learn to braid his daughter's hair. Because he's a good dad. When he's not committing their mother against her will to a fucking Or raping a stranger. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> or dealing
1: drugs. Yeah. <laughs> or threatening that stranger and telling him to love him. Or stalking that stranger. Yeah. <laughs> pretending to be someone else and meeting them somewhere. And then taking his daughter to a drug kingpin's office and leaving her there <laughs> with instructions to be his getaway driver. <laughs> or stalking that woman later at her home. Well, there was
4: that, yeah. But other than that, Stand up guy Protagonist So so now okay so Pamela gets home She has to buy her letter from, uh, from Jordan From the sister for five dollars again Because remember that we're still doing that bit Yep And then she goes up to her room To read the letter Now they do the movie like voiceover Like him talking as she's reading the letter thing But like every other movie trope they use They completely fuck it up because there are other people in the room reacting to his voiceover,
1: yeah, like they can hear him nodding but, along. But, but maybe that's just him saying those words. Because at the end of the letter, he walked <laughs> into the room
4: again, like the thing with Danny, where he's in the room with his friend. Has he just been sitting there all day? Who knows? It, she knows his car. He had to park around the back or something. He had to, yeah, take a cab or I don't. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. So, But the whole family is standing in the room as she reads this letter where he proposes to marry her, and then he walks in with his ring or whatever.
1: Right, and we're supposed to think it's very nice. He got her the nicest thing they have at Zales. Yeah. Chocolate diamond. Or <laughs> the people in this movie call it, a diamond.
4: <laughs> okay, so yeah, and by the way, when you're a cocaine dealer, you can afford much better rocks than that. Anyway, um, long, awkward, uncomfortable kiss, and the family's really super happy because they have plans for that room um, that they should have been using for 22 years. And then, for what I believe is the first time in 89 movies, we actually get a breakfast club
1: close. Yeah. They uh, they beat us to it. Yeah. Also, we get a breakfast club close for someone named Margaret Ellis. Who is that character? Yeah,
4: like they're giving us fucking shit from characters we haven't even met. Like we were going to put her in a movie. And also, like, they have the most boring, inane breakfast club clothes. It's like, Jordan and Pamela are now married and live in Bel Air. Like, ooh,
0: fancy. Plus they have a wacky nephew from Philadelphia. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the music starts. Now
4: this is the story all about how. That was yeah, the- yeah, right. No, it was the preteens.
0: Oh, yeah, if exactly. this was
1: a prequel to Fresh Prince of Bel Air? <laughs> they said they had three kids. They did say three kids, oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's a prequel to Bel Air, a sequel to Cocoon 7, <laughs> and a not funny version of 40-year-old version. We solved it just as soon as Yeah, I think over. so. And then on the playground get...
0: is where I spent most of my days. That's, uh, that is true. Eli Bosnick's where, story.
1: Where... <laughs> now that I have shorts long enough to conceal my boner. So,
0: <laughs> dude, they are they down to your ankles? What's going
1: yeah. on? No, they're basically long pants for me. Yeah, no, they are. I've seen it. You're much taller than me. And, Why do you want them Even They couldn't <laughs>
0: possibly be comfortable. Whatever. They make me feel powerful.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then we get, okay, movie's over now, but then we get the funniest goddamn moment in the entire movie, and I think we all have this in our notes. Yes, we do. When they come up in the credits and it says cast, it says in parentheses in alphabetical order, and then they list the cast with absolutely no relation to the alphabet.
1: No, they do um, not. It is the best they just think that that's a thing you say, I guess. Yep. They just, it's like the vultures of horror in that green screen at the beginning. They just think that's how movies end.
4: Yeah. No, just to give you an idea, the, the, the first, the last names of the first uh, actors that they list Peniston, Brooks, Jenkins, Coffin, Pugh, Carpenter, Bryce, DePena, Lane. Mm-mm. No, and it doesn't get better if you ca- count in the first names or the characters' names. No, they just had that already in parentheses and they're like, fuck it, I'm not changing it. All right, so dare I ask, what is the moral of this story? Uh, um, the
1: darker the berry, the sweeter the juice.
4: <laughs> I think that's the best answer anyone could give. Okay, moving on. So, in in order to sort of rate this movie altogether, you know, obviously it would be racist if we withheld stars or gave it three fifths as many stars as we gave white movies. So we're not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to ask you a, a, a racially sensitive. Uh, question to close: Where would you say this movie ranked in terms of historical experiences for Black Americans? Um,
0: second place. <laughs> counting down, counting up.
4: Yeah,
3: counting the, the
4: way I'm not racist.
0: Whichever. Second.
4: And uh, as hesitant as I am to ask, Eli, uh, I'm going to give this a solid Charles Murray. <laughs> He's just misunderstood. Wait, Sam was very clear about that.
0: <laughs> Who's Charles no. Murray?
4: And and why would this be episode 88? I don't get it. He's and- a number chiropractor. <laughs> Do you mean
1: Charlie Murphy? Charlie? Are you on are you on casual names with the pseudoscientist and race scientist Charles Murray? No? <laughs> you mean Chuck Murray? Sea <laughs> Dog Murray? <laughs> Hey Heath, if you want not to seem racist, ending the episode with your nickname for Charles Murray is a bad way to do it. (laughs) Chucky? None of this about Chucky
0: Murray. A very large misunderstanding to what's (laughs) happening right now. Charlie Murphy is an African-American person who passed away recently. Charles
4: Murray is not an African-American person.
1: Charlie Murphy. (laughs) Charles Murray wrote the bell curve.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And, well, that's going to do it for our review of Don't Touch If You Ain't Prayed uh, several minutes too late. That is not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to lock this in for next week. So, Eli, tell us
1: what's on deck. End of days. The, the Arnie one. Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Tr- hey, it is. Okay. He saves himself via Jesus. He's an atheist, but only because his wife is killed and he fights the devil. Come on. Yeah. It's no a movie. I've it's a like, movie. I'm, I'm so happy after <laughs> the
4: fucking bullshit we had to do with this week. I'm like, oh, good. Bad Arnie acting will seem really good after that. Um, you know what? I'm going to toss out in advance best worst lesbian incest. I'm just going to give you that right up front. So, with best worst lesbian incest to look forward to, we're gonna bring episode eighty-nine to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at Patreon.com/slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoy this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, the Skating Atheist and the Skeptic, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawful at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices. Of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn on the chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. There is a sequel to this movie, and Andrew's not going to let us do it. Grandpa couldn't believe nobody realized it was Blackface.
1: Heath realized his mom's friend Chuck was a race scientist and no longer went to Thanksgiving. Right. So, Morgan, get your shit together. When I say (laughs) Rocky rock music. All right. Look, you got an old man cough. You can't handle it. Let me know. All right.
4: The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.